Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Besides helping us to make shows like this possible, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts like Tep and Step, access to all 61 years of the magazine in our digital archives, recruiting analysis, and must-see insight from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, we hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe that's texasfootball.com slash subscribe and thanks for listening the texas football today podcast is brought to you by chocolate milk built by nature you can watch texas football today live weekdays at noon at texasfootball.com and on facebook and if you like the show subscribe to the podcast vendor of your choice give us a positive rating and tell a friend From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership, here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show starring Ashley Pickle and Greg Tepper. For real. Objectively. For real. <laughs> Actually, this time, my name's Greg. Starring's actually doing probably too, too strong. <laughs> Dude, we just show up and we're here. We're just here. A show, a show with Ashley Pickle <laughs> and Greg Tepper. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch, or you listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She's the Duchess of the Dorks. She's back. She sounds very good. She's mm-hmm. actually pickle. <laughs> Thanks. I do sound a lot better. You I'm do sound not a lot even better. gonna deny it. You sound it. significantly, <laughs> significantly better. He asked yesterday, he was like, What about the show tomorrow? I said, kinda sound like a dude right now, but I got a voice. Listen, you're here. <laughs> you're here and that's all that that's matters. What matters. Today is Thursday, believe it or not. August nineteenth, twenty twenty one. It is that under 100 a days to Thanksgiving. It's 98 days to Thanksgiving. We're under 100 days. 98 days until Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, a happy birthday to... Uh, who's born on August 19th? Who's your favorite August 19th birthday? Off the top of your head. Oh, oof. No. Um, you don't have happy one. birthday to um, John Stamos. Oh, there you go. That's a good one. Um, this is episode 1,223. <laughs> on today's show, Mis Amigos. You Mis Amigos. Nice. Um, we, uh, I'm going to, it's it's prediction season, and once again, I'm uh, I'm planting some seeds for, uh, for I'm going out to the, to the, to the <laughs> segment garden. I'm planting some seeds. That will and then blossom. I'm gonna, they're going to blossom into a segment next year. Actually, it's going to be a withered dandelion. I'm going to issue my five bold college football predictions for Texas in 2021. Texas the state, not Texas the university. Although it might involve Texas the university. Um, we will they get are bold. That. We'll get into that. And then back half the show, uh, we will hear from Randy Barnes, the new head coach of the Farmersville Farmers, uh, about all things um, going on there as he takes over the, the farmers. Um uh, he's also got a, a pretty stay for the very end of that interview. He's got a very, very um, an amazing story about kind of the power of the THSCA and, and, and the real personal story that he shares. So I hope you'll stick around for that. Farmersville coach Brandy Barnes. Uh, we'll hear from him coming up in the back half of the show. Do we first four through the door? We sure do. It's Tony Blaylock, Rob Hathaway, Hector Rios, and Coach Terry Crawford. Also going to give a shout out to uh, Robert 
Vandemir, who said hello, Tepper and Pickle, with a bunch of exclamation marks on uh, YouTube. So shout out to them. Welcome hello. in, fellas. Hello, friends. Okie dokie, Pickle. <clears throat> As you may know, uh, I believe it's a week from Saturday. We will have a college football season in the state of Texas will begin in earnest. Uh, in fact, if you go to one of my favorite websites, lsufootball.net slash tvschedule.htm. It's that season. <laughs> I love you, lsufootball.net slash tvschedule.htm. You have to do that exact thing or it won't work. But I can tell you, I can tell you, 8.30 p.m. Central. Another thing I love about lsufootball.net slash tvschedule.htm. God's time zone. They use God's time zone. Uh, that the season will kick off at 8.30 p.m. Um, Central Time as UTEP travels to take on New Mexico State. So we are now nine days away from college football season in the state of Texas, and I am here to tell you what's going to happen. I'm going to issue my five bold predictions for the 2021 college yeah i know i was just fixing that <laughs> um, also i just have to say i left this graphic the same uh with just the breaking because when i was watching the show the other day and mal pal you were like did you just did you put breaking on this i just love that so yeah. i left it <laughs> yeah so um i've got my five bold predictions for the 2021 college football season in the state of texas okay some of them are pretty bold uh, in, include. I think the last one's pretty bold. Yeah, you you put take, all your eggs in one basket, my friend. My <laughs> right, let's get to my five bowl predictions. Prediction number one: Boom. the state of Texas will have a finalist for the Walter Payton Award, the Harlan Hill Award, and the Gallardi Trophy in 2021. Now, if you don't know what those are, the Walter Payton Award is given to the most outstanding player in FCS. Mm -hmm. Last year, Eric Schmidt. Absolutely should have been a finalist for it. Yes. But the Walter Payton Award forgot he existed. If you can't tell, we're still bitter. Um, but a player from Texas will be a finalist for the Walter Payton Award. A player from Texas will also be a finalist for the Harlan Hill Award. The Harlan Hill Award is given to the um, uh, the most outstanding football player in Division Two. Think of it like the D2 Heisman Award. Um, and... Uh, of course, Texas has a history of putting out uh, Harlan Hill Award players. Luis Perez won it for Texas A&M Commerce. If you're asking me to 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 pick a guy, I think Miklo Smalls, the quarterback for uh, for Texas A&M Commerce this year, could be that guy. But I think Texas will have a Harlan Hill Award trophy uh, 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 nominee. And also, I'm going to call my shot, and I think we're going to have uh, a Gallardi uh, Trophy finalist. And the Gallardi Trophy, if you didn't know. The Gallardi Trophy is the Division Three Heisman. The Division Three Heisman. Now, this is notable because a Texans, a Texas college football player, has never won the Division Three, uh, the the Gallardi Trophy. Now, a lot of that is because the best Division Three team in the state of Texas, Mary Hart Baylor, they. How do I put this in a nice way? They play a very unsexy brand of football that just wins. <laughs> like they just run the ball well, and their defense is. Unbelievable! They absolutely and dominate, and their special teams are great, and all this fun stuff. But that's not necessarily; it doesn't necessarily produce stars. I think this is the year that turns around. I think we're going to have a finalist for the Walter Payton Award, the Harlan Hill Award, and the Gallardi Award, all in the state of Texas in 2021. I'm calling my shot there. I was glad that you went with a uh, kind of like some small school hype, like right off the bat. That I don't, well, and gets the thing me is, fired here, up. I I did think about. I'll say this: I did think about saying Heisman. 
but I don't know that there's a guy. No. Specifically, like, the guy who's probably, in my opinion, the, the, the most likely would be a guy like Sincere McCormick. Yeah. But so many things have to go right for him to yeah. be, be in New York. I just don't see that necessarily. No. So, I get, like, if you would have... No, yeah, we could be surprised. Okay, we could be surprised. But... Like, maybe Isaiah Spiller goes nuts for A&M. Maybe B. John Robinson for Texas goes nuts. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe there's a guy at... Maybe, like, whoever wins the SMU quarterback job just yeah. starts going going crazy. Or maybe Tyler Shuck, the quarterback at Tech, goes crazy, right? Yeah. But right now, I don't necessarily see it. But I will say, Walter Payton Award, Harlan Hill Award, Gallardi Award... All going to have a finalist in this from the state of Texas. I like it. All right, number two here. <clears throat> number two. At least one Texas FBS team will win their conference. Okay. Now, that's saying something because if you remember, I don't believe. Let me make sure I um I've got this right. I don't believe we've had an outright conference champion uh, at the FBS level um in a minute. It's it's been a couple of years since we've had that, um, including let's see. So we didn't have any in 2020, 2019 uh, did not have any, 2018. I probably should have done this before I came on the air with my prediction. <laughs> 2018 did not have one. 2017 might have been the year Houston won the AAC. Is that right? Yes. No. 2017. No. no, we didn't have one. 2016. Is that the last time? You're listening to live coverage of me looking up the last time. Texas had a con- an FBS team, not twenty. Well, okay, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Are you talking about regular? Houston, Houston, Houston won the American Athletic Conference in twenty seventeen. Hang on, are you? But are you talking about out like regular season or conference championship? I'm saying you win the conference. Okay, well, so whatever that means. North that Texas means- did that in twenty seventeen. 2017? Yeah, they won conference. Well, I don't think that's true. Oh, I guess they won the West. 2017, they yeah. won the West. Conference USA champion that year is Florida Atlantic. Gotcha. So I'm saying I'm going on a limb. It's been since 2015 that we've had an outright conference champion from the state of Texas in FBS. It's going to happen this year. There are obviously some candidates I think you can think of, right? I think um, UTSA can win Conference USA. I think A&M could win the SEC if things break in the right way. I think that there's, I think that Texas or maybe a team like TCU as, as a sleeper could be at least in the conference championship game and that could, that could put them over the top. I think either SMU or Houston could win the American Athletic Conference. Okay. There's a lot of different options there. I think that there's enough, um, enough possibilities there that I'm willing to go out on a limb and say one of those is going to hit. One of them is going to happen. A Texas team will win their conference in 2020. A Texas FBS team. All right. Um, I'm, I'm calling my shot here. I'm going to say that at least one Texas FBS team wins their conference. I think UTSA in Conference USA is most likely mm-hmm. because I think they have the best combination of relative strength to the conference. Okay. Yeah. But I was going to say, we keep saying that uh, that game between them and UAB at the last home could game be of huge. the season could be for the championship. Could be huge. Or at least for a spot in the USA title game. Yeah. So I'm going to go with uh, one Texas FBS team wins their conference. Prediction number three, at least one Texas team will win a national championship. A national dang championship. And here's the thing. Are you betting on them Bearcats again? I think there's multiple. Yeah. Okay? And you got to go sub FBS because I'll be honest. I don't necessarily see any of the teams winning a national championship from Texas in 2021. No. That's me. That's me. Yeah. I think Ohio State, Alabama, and Clemson still exist. But. I think Sam Houston State, and really, I think the FCS ranks are going to be very loaded uh, for Texas in 2021. 
Uh, I think that Sam Houston, of course, the reigning uh, national champions, they have a great shot. I think Division Two. I think A&M Commerce has got a great shot in Division Two, or the winner of the Lone Star Conference. I've said for years, I think that the Lone Star Conference is, in my opinion, the finest conference in America at the Division Two level. There's a huge game. A&M Commerce has a, has a huge non-conference game against West Florida uh, early in the season. That is going to really tell the tale. If they go and they beat them, because mm-hmm. I think West Florida is the defending national champions. They beat them. Watch out for them. Yeah. And then Division Three. Hey, by the way, Mary Hart and Baylor. Yeah. Mary Baylor. There was no Division Three there. title. There was no Division Three title last year. Mm-hmm. Mary Hart and Baylor went undefeated. They looked the part. They're back. Mm-hmm. I think they got a great shot. I think Texas will bring home a national championship. The state of Texas will bring home a national championship. Which in would be uh, two years in a row. Back to back. That's right. Yeah. Did Did Mary and Baylor win 2019? Might be three years. Anyway. Oh. It's not here or there. Number four. Getting a little bold here now. Yeah, this is where you start. Now we're ramping up. You're you're heating it up here. There'll be three new FBS coaches in Texas in 2022. All right. Okay. Now, right now, I think there are two names that you can spring to mind that you think if things don't go well, it's gonna be it's gonna be Church. Matt Wells. Matt Wells at Tech and Dana Dimmel at UTEP. Mm-hmm. I think those are two guys who I think are firmly, if they're not on the hot seat, they are near enough to the hot seat that mm-hmm. they can feel it. Okay. I think there's two more that... I think there's a couple more. Yeah. That maybe could be even three more. Okay. Seth Luttrell. I think Seth Luttrell at North Texas probably needs to have a good year or else uh, I think the natives are going to get restless in Denton. Dana? I think I think Dana Holgerson probably needs to win something at Houston. Or and just I know, figure I know out a culture for his I know program? he's had a couple of weird <laughs> years, but I think that if they if they bought him out this year, I think there's a greater than zero chance that he's out. Yeah. Um, what and, about... Bath? And then here's the other thing. Are they committed? I think, I think Spavital is going to be fine. Okay. I don't think they're going to. I don't think they're going to ditch him. I think yeah. that the Texas State brass, although they have a new AD, and you never know when they have a new AD. Right. Right. Sometimes that's more of sometimes a, that matters. A view from the viewers. But here's <laughs> another thing. Okay. So I don't think Steve Sarkeesian is going to leave after one year. I don't think Jimbo Fisher is going anywhere. I don't think now. But there's a couple of things here. Let's say UTSA wins the conference. Jeff Trailer says bye bye. I'm not even saying he says bye bye. I'm saying he's going to get some phone calls. Yep. Okay. He's going to get some phone calls. Yeah. Let's say Matt Wells. It doesn't work out for Matt Wells at Tech. Mm-hmm. Don't they put in a phone call to Sonny Dykes at SMU? Yeah. That would count, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't think Gary Patterson's going anywhere, right? No. But so I don't think Dave Aranda's going, going anywhere, anywhere. At, at Baylor. Mm-hmm. But I think there's enough candidates out there that my number's three. I think we'll have three new okay. FBS like coaches in, in Texas. Especially in if you're considering maybe a Texas coach, like like if <laughs> yeah. Jeff Trailer went right. to s- somewhere else, mm-hmm. you know, right. like in Texas. Exactly right. Yeah. Okay. And then here... Here's the big one. Whew. Ready? Number five. And boom. Texas A&M is going to make the college football playoff. Right. I'm, I'm calling my shot. There Texas A&M is going to make the college football playoff. Now, here's why. I think their defense is going to be awesome. Have you seen the cover of Dave Campbell's Texas football? I think their defense is going to be awesome. Oh, is that why we put them on there? It's one, one reason. <laughs> I think their defense is going to be awesome. They have two big question marks. And if you have those big question marks, I understand it, right? They have a question mark at quarterback, and they have a question mark on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. We'll, start with, we'll do the second part first. The offensive line, a lot of what you're banking on is the ability for Jimbo Fisher and, his, and the recruiting that they've done to fill in gaps and be in impact players right away. I think that they have been one of the finest offensive line recruiting places in America the past few years. Yeah. I think they have guys who are ready to step in and ready to step up. Do Are they going to be right away fantastic? Maybe not. Maybe it takes a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. But 
that's one thing that I, I, I think that they've earned the benefit of the doubt of going plug and play. And the guys they do have back, like Kenyon Green, are monsters that I think are going to be able to hold their own. So there's that. The other one's quarterback. I think my feel for the situation is that Haynes King's going to be the guy. I think Haynes King's going to be the guy. And with so much talent around him, mm-hmm. I don't think he has to go out there and be Johnny Manziel. No. He does not have to go out there and be the very best player in America for Texas A&M to do what they need to do. He needs to be disciplined like he is. Correct. <laughs> Just don't throw the ball in the traffic. Yep. Make the right reads. Things like that. Furthermore, the A&M schedule, in my opinion, sets up for them to do what they need to do. Okay? Fundamentally... Like, they avoid everyone who's, in my opinion, difficult in the East. Mm-hmm. The, the teams they play in the East are Mizzou. Okay. That should, that should not cause them any trouble. Boo! That's me. <laughs> South Carolina. Who has been just <laughs> trash. And with a new coach, mm-hmm. right? In Shane Beamer. Uh, and then they play, and those, yeah, those are the only two. They only have two, um, two crossover games. So they don't get Florida. They don't get Georgia. They don't get teams like that, right? I think the SEC West as a whole is going through a little bit of transition. Mm-hmm. I think I, the, I think that the that LSU now they don't the, their quarterback Miles Brennan got hurt. They don't really know what they're going to be. I think that they could take a step back mm-hmm. or at they've least, really uh, just been a tread, big question mark since they won. Treaded water, <laughs> right? Um, Auburn new coach Brian Harson for the first time in a long time. Mm-hmm. That's a they big finally got transition. Off the, they finally got off the Gus bus. The the Mississippi schools. I mean, there are people who really there are people who are starting to buy in on what Lane Kiffin's doing at Ole Miss, and they do have to go on the road to Ole Miss. I'm not ready to hop on that bandwagon. And then, you know, now there's there's that's not to say there are not uh, teams that could up and nab them, right? Right. Um, Arkansas is better. Arkansas is better. They are going to be better. I still think A&M's better than them. You can't fall. There's a couple games they just can't fall asleep Correct. in. Don't and fall asleep. It should be a good win. Don't fall asleep. Right. But of course, all this comes around to October 9th. Mm-hmm. October 9th every year. against Alabama. Here's why I think Texas A&M is going to be in the college football playoff. I don't think they have to win that game to get in it. I think they just have to keep it close. And in fact, if they go, look, I, I think that game is not irrelevant. But I think if they win that game, then they are, of course, in the driver's seat to make it to the to the SEC title game and play for an SEC title game. If they're in the SEC title game, they're going to be in the playoff. Right. Win or lose. Mm-hmm. If they lose that game, but they win out and they go 11-1, and one, I think they're the fourth team. Yeah. I There's, think they're the fourth I mean, team, yeah. in my opinion. Because the only other, I mean, that contesting at that, at that point, point it I mean, would you're, be you're, up to an look, Oklahoma, be, you know, it's going to be. I mean, it's going to be. It's going to be white knuckle time. Yep. It's going to be. It's going to be white knuckle selection Sunday or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think they're going to be in. I think they're going to be in uh, if that happens. And I think that so so in a lot of ways, don't get don't get your doors blown off at home by Alabama. Mm-mm. Win the games that you're better than the teams that you're playing, mm-hmm. and you're in the playoff. I think they're going to do it. I think A&M becomes the first Texas team to make the college football playoff. There it is, my five bowl predictions. Um, I'm sure this will absolutely not blow up in my face. <laughs> uh, there was a um, quick question mm-hmm. here. If we go back to, let's see, number four right here. It was asked, you said there will be three new FBS coaches in Texas in 2022. Yeah. Are we saying that that is at least three? Not exactly three, but yeah, at least yeah. I'm three. saying I'm okay. saying at least three. Okay. I'm saying minimum Perfect. minimum Just three. There wanted, could be there could be twelve. There won't be twelve. 
But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I would say at least, at least three. three. Okay. Uh, we just wanted to qu- like clarify that. Yes. So when we go back and watch this, we can yes. say, no, we have it. We figured Correct. it out that yeah. day. We're not just saying and he's right way, or wrong because By the way, I'm saying Texas will win at least one national championship. <laughs> I would love for them to win four. Well, yeah, at least is uh, is the hidden I'd asterisk. Love, I'd love for them to win five. By the way, let's also throw out there. I mean, this is to go back to this. Let's also throw out there that eight, that Texas should have been playing for a junior college national championship last year. Cisco ran the table yeah. and should have been the junior co national championship. And then it got canceled and, like uh, the week of. Right? Yeah, it ended up getting canceled. But um, but I would say that they've got an opportunity at JUCO as well. So those are my five bowl predictions for the 2021 college football season. Let's make sure this doesn't blow up in my face. <laughs> hey, Greg, in the future, Demi, <laughs> you look great. You look great. Keep up the good work. <laughs> We're Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Please consider becoming a Dave Campbells Texas Football subscriber at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. (laughs) You told me to stop saying insider. Subscribe. You told me to stop saying insider. And now we get the benefit of, one, you saying what we're actually supposed to say, and, two, you messing it up terribly. Uh, TexasFootball.com slash subscribe to become a Dave Campbells Texas Football subscriber um i will also say and i guess we'll give a plug here um so starting next thursday uh there will be texas high school football games live and there will be texas high school ball games live on texan live dave campbell's texan live we are going to be broadcasting uh games every single week multiple 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 games if you want to know why pickle is sick it's because she's been running herself ragged (laughs) getting everything ready for football season Uh, but hey listen Next Thursday, for example, Carthage and Crosby live on Texan Live, TexanLive.com, uh, to go get your subscription there. So Texan, I think we've got six games on six games Thursday. on Thursday. Load them up, dude. And then bunch of games on Friday, bunch of games on Saturday. There's never a better time. TexanLive.com uh, to be a subscriber and to go and get access to all of the live high school football action. And by the way, like volleyball is going on right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, we've got volleyball starting every uh, every Tuesday and Friday yeah. now. So, so you're into that kind of thing too. Yeah. Go for it. I don't know anything about volleyball. It volleyball has always struck me as the kind of thing that I'm so behind on, like That's understanding fair. that I'll never catch up. But I just yeah. have such like every every volleyball player, every volleyball player feels like a mutant to me. I'm just like, how are you doing this? <laughs> what? I will say every <laughs> every normal volleyball play Feels like a space alien did it. Six to say, you want to talk about really good sporting atmosphere to be in? Yeah. Volleyball gets hyped. Yeah. It gets hyped. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Pickle, while we were at the THSC at Coaching School and Convention a couple weeks ago, uh, we caught up with a number of coaches. One of them, the new head coach of those Farmersville Farmers, Coach Randy Barnes. I hope you'll stay tuned to the end of this interview where he tells a really heartfelt story about the impact of the THSCA on his family. Here is our conversation with Farmersville Coach Randy Barnes here on Texas Football Today. Greg Tepper of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com here in San Antonio at the THSCA Coaching School and Convention with the new head coach of the Farmersville Farmers. Uh, it's Coach Randy Barnes. Coach, I haven't been able to tell you in person, but uh, congratulations on the new gig. Thank you very much. It's uh, just another one of those things that the good Lord has pointed us in a new direction, and we're very excited about being at Farmersville. Uh, it's been a lot of fun already. What... Um, 
what made this the right move for you? You know, the, you know, Farmersville puts out a nice press release whenever you're hired and saying what a great fit you are for the job, and I agree. But well, you know, I, I kind of want to turn that question on its head. Why was this the right move for you? Life's about relationships. Right. We know that. Uh, so John Rouse was my offensive line coach at Crandall for 15 years, and then he was my soup at Reigns. Hmm. So there's that connection. Well, my uh, superintendent at Farmersville, uh, Mr. French, had been at Scurry Rosser, Quinlan Ford, Terrell, all those times I've been at Crandall, so he knew about me. Yeah. So that got me in the door, and I really didn't have to do the big dog and pony show, you know. Mm-hmm. And I went there and to, to be the head football coach only. And uh, Coach Hankins moved on to another school, and now I'm doing the, the whole gig again. But well, that's fine. Well, we're awful, we're awful fond of, of, uh, of Farmersville and, and what they've been able to do out there. And, and, and I know that you've got uh, good kids out there, kids who, you know, work hard and, and you know, Blue-collar kids, I think, is a good way to put Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Um, I'm interested, when you addressed them as their head coach for the first time, what was your message to them? Uh, my message is this. This is our thing. I said, fellas, what I'm about, I'm going to talk about love a lot every day. We are LEO. We're going to love each other. That's what this whole thing's about. So started building that. That's what I've always done, based it on love. That doesn't mean I'm a softie. <laughs> but trying to get those kids to really move toward being a team, that when you're in that deal – fourth and one you're not doing it for your school you're doing it not let your brothers down and so we've made some great strides in that now i'm going to talk about this too we've had a tragedy at farmersville Mm -hmm. one of our junior starting defensive players is fighting for his life right now i just want to throw out there yeah cash we're, we're praying for you. Uh, that's, that's that's you know, and, and you you mentioned you know the the the, the love each other type thing because I think that you know that's so important. I think I think maybe fans watching they're like oh you know being a high school football coach a lot of X's and O's and stuff like that calling plays it's like you know it's one percent of the job and especially in a situation where you know for you know some of these guys at some point you're gonna have to get after them you know right. what I mean but they need to know deep down that it's coming from a good place. It's not coming in because you want to get after them. It's coming from a, from, from a good place. Well, and that's really what you said. Yeah, we're not going to change who we are to get to to fix something that, that can't be fixed in a year or two years or whatever. We're going to be who we are at Farmersville and the staff, and good things are going to happen. Mm-hmm. We're going we're gonna to do things right, and our kids do have some tradition to build on. They won a state championship in 07. Mm-hmm. My first loss as a head coach, 1991, we played Farmersville in the regional finals at Mesquite Anby, <laughs> and they beat us. Troy Redwine. Yeah. I got to meet all those guys, <laughs> and I'm bringing those guys back to speak with our kids. That's great. It, they've got to know how important it is, yeah. and they kind of we've lost that a little bit. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you a little bit about what what you feel like this team is going to hang its hat on. You know, in 2021, this is this Farmers team. Um, Seems like there's going to be some youth on the on, on the roster. Going to be some 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 younger guys. But really, believe it or not, our, we we have a really solid senior class, a a good junior class. Excuse me, sophomore class. That junior class doesn't have very many in them. Yeah. So we are going to be uh, limited on numbers, but mm-hmm. you know we'll we'll survive that. I can't. We're going to get you in good shape, get you strong. We don't ever want you to get hurt, but if you do. Yeah, you know, right. That's exactly. the way it is. What do you think? Um, what do you think this this team's going to be about? What what is what is what is going to be the strength of this Farmers team, uh, especially in 2021? Uh, the strength is going to be this on on offense. Uh, brought the same offense we've been running, which is a zone read RPO, and we put and and the kids are loving that. I, I think we'll execute that really well. We snap it every 14 seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I feel like we'll execute offense. Defensively is the key. Yeah. we got to get that going. Cord Woods, our D coordinator, I love what he does. Our, the defense matches our offense now. Yeah. You know, and uh, hang our hat on executing on offense. Hang our hat on being able to knock the crap out of people on defense. <laughs> but I'm not kidding there. And the number one thing is please don't get your head down when you make a mistake. Yeah. I'm watching film right. from last year. You know something. Yeah, a lot of hangdog. The most important play is the next one, guys. Right. But uh, well, and that's that's interesting because you know, and, and you mentioned the the defensive coordinator because you know you say you're snapping the ball every 14 seconds. Um, scoring's fun, but it also when you do that puts a strain on your defense. You know what I mean? And, and they've got to be prepared for that. So is, is it safe then that you feel confident that that your defensive staff and the, and the defensive guys can uh, can match what what's going to be asked of them? Because when you do snap it that often, there's some strain that. Comes well, we're we're going to be high risk. Yeah. On defense also. I mean, it's no secret. We're going to man you up, yep. and we're going to come get you. And, yeah, mm -hmm. we just got to – you know, I, I came from 38 years of running the wishbone type stuff mm -hmm. and went to this after my stint at Lee and moved on with it. So uh, this offense can keep you in it. But at Reigns, we led the entire 1A through 4A in the regular season in offense, total yards scoring, mm -hmm. and didn't get in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, yeah. Five of the teams in our district were in the top 15 week seven. I mean, you got Mount Vernon and Mineola. It was a heck of a district. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we were there in all the games but Mineola. This offense gives us a chance. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we were talking before we came on the air uh, about um, that this is your 40th coaching school. Yes, sir. Um, and proud of it. Yeah. Let me just ask a, a dumb question. What keeps you coming back? What 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 is it that, that keeps you coming to, to, to coaching school? Man, you mentioned earlier the rhythm of a coach. Yeah. This is the rhythm. Mm -hmm. My mother used to say after July 4th, order the turkeys. We won't see Randy till after Thanksgiving. <laughs> but you get that. So, But seeing all your friends that you don't get to see because we are a fraternity, mm -hmm. and it's just getting better as a fraternity. Now, my friends are getting a little bit less, but I still get to see yeah. A whole lot of, you know, Ronnie Gage and all my friends from Region 3, a lot. Yeah. That's what keeps me coming back. This is a great profession. Yeah. And you know that. Yeah. And a lot of great men in it. Well, it's, you know, part of the fun of my job is is that I get to be, you know, I get to kind of be at least a, a fly on the wall at the, at the fraternity house. You know what I mean? And But you mentioned the fraternity, and I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up uh, you know, the, the story of your of your, your daughter. And, and you know, I, I hope you'll tell the folks what happened because, you know, it seems like a really remarkable story of, of kind of the strength of, of, the, of the, this organization. And, and the Texas High School Coaches Fraternity. It is. Meredith, my sweet youngest daughter, she is at Tech, and uh, she's type 1 diabetic, and she got COVID, so that meant, you know, it was tough on her. Yeah. So she was in the hospital from Sunday night till Friday morning. She got out at noon, and kidneys failing. Not all the way, but it was tough. Oh. I, but I tweeted out, coaches, please pray for my daughter, Meredith. Mm -hmm. And almost immediately, her numbers changed, and I'm not kidding. Mm -hmm. And the doctor called me at 4 o'clock on Friday morning, and it scared me because the nurses are who called us because I couldn't see her. Yeah, I couldn't go see my baby, you know. Yeah. And I said, "Oh, is it bad?" He said, "Coach, no, it's not. It's a miracle. Kidneys, 100%. Everything's back to normal." I said, "He said, what happened? Is she strong?" I said, "Yeah, she's strong, mm -hmm. but it was 10,000 coaches praying for her that did it." That's a, it's a great, it's a great story, and I think it speaks to the strength of the of the of the fraternity here. It does. Um, Randy Barnes, coach, congratulations on the new gig. We can't wait to see what you do at Farmersville. Appreciate you taking a little bit of time for us. Thank you very much. Hey, thanks for watching this clip here on YouTube. If you like this kind of, there's Randy Barnes. <laughs> The the, the the terrible the terrible scene. I've shown these before. These are just my blue light glasses. Yeah. Um. There he is. There. there is Randy Barnes, the um, 
the head coach of those farmer farmers and and I found that that story about his daughter really um you That's know, awesome. really inspiring about about you know the the that she was really struggling with covid and he kind of threw it out there to the to the coach fraternity and he you know truly believes that that it was it was uh the fraternity and the prayers that that really lifted her up so awesome. um so shout shout out to the THSCA and, and appreciate coach Randy Barnes there at Farmersville for being our guest. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment final thoughts. Um, two things here. One, I shouted out the guys who were watching on YouTube, but we've got some Twitch viewers today, so yeah, and they're what's commenting. Up? What's up, you, 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 you Twitchers? I know Twitchers? that's what I was just thinking. <laughs> what is the? I'm I, so washed. I don't know. This is you. You, you have no excuse. You have no excuse. You're you, young. No, you Twitch more than I do. You ba- backyard baseball. I. I. Just, you think that means I understand it? No, I just watched on Goofs. I didn't even know how to log on. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I don't know. Shout out, Goof. Um, okay, that was um, The other thing is it sunk in last night. I was thinking about it, and, like, I was going through all the stuff that we needed to do, and I realized, like, oh, starting Monday, we are back to hour-long, full-blown yeah. shows. Yeah, so we're going to – we've got – so – I guess we can kind of tell you guys this. So, so I talked with Craig Way yesterday. This is true, <laughs> and uh, Craig Way is going to be back on our show Tuesdays. On, on Tuesday, we'll do our weekly interview with Craig Tuesdays. Way on Tuesday. Um, <laughs> it sounds like so. So normally Mondays and Thursdays are hour long shows. When a uh, Friday shows are kind, it's mailbag. So we kind of uh, hopeful Honda mailbag Friday. Um, presented by our good friends at the North Texas Honda dealers. Great cars. Um. So those kind of go. Those have a. Those can be thirty minutes, forty-five minutes, an hour. Those can be long. Those go how long Pickle needs to get on the road and drive right. to a game for. <laughs> but the other thing, I guess I'll just kind of say this: It's starting to look like Tuesday's going to be an hour show too. I think that we've we got, got more, a we lot got, in the bag that we're going to have to. A lot of stuff. Yeah. So I I would bet that like shout we'll, out to all our fantastic sponsors. I would bet we'll go Monday, Tuesday, Thursday our hour long shows. Mm-hmm. And then Fridays. Friday is going to be long ish, kind mm-hmm. of depending. It's going to be variable. And then f- Wednesdays will probably still be thirty minutes with because we'll still dedicate that to our friends with Cruton. So. Um, yeah. So what we're saying right. is if y'all keep supporting this shindig, then uh, the more nerddom that we have to fill. In, so if, <laughs> welcome, dorks. You, si- you signed up for this. This is your fault. <laughs> y'all y'all this did this. And stopped, we appreciate it. You could have stopped it. this show by stopping watching a long time ago, and you didn't. And now it's grown out of control. Oh, now, so, yeah. Good job, dorks. <laughs> Gonna do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com/slash Dave Campbell's, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Randy Barnes of Farmersville for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I am Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow for helpful Honda Mailbag Friday on Texas Football Today.